conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Good morning, Grand Valley. Here it is a Friday. We have made it to and almost through another week. 7.10 of the morning, 10 minutes after the hour on the big gig. Our swing and soiree is underway. If you want to be part of the program, 304-214-1600. 304-214-1600 is the uh, Frio Stack auction service uh, text line or 304-232-8255 is the Frio Stack auction service phone line. Uh, welcome again this morning to the folks who are watching us on Facebook Live. I'm doing a little different this week. I'm giving you about 10 minutes of Facebook Live every morning just to kind of remind you that we're here. If you're up and about and you're checking your Facebook, we'll pop up and say, hello, how are you? Uh, we will have our entire video feed up and running in a week or so, and uh, then it'll be just it'll be like it'll it'll be like watching uh, 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 Stephen Moore and uh, Ashley Martin or something. You know, you think we could be like St- Steve and Ashley? I'm going to wear a mask. <laughs> Every day I'm going to have a different mask. Hey, you could be the mask producer. That's who I am. <laughs> the mask producer. Uh, anyways, uh, good morning, sir. It, you and I were talking just off the air. It's uh, 42, 44 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 42 at the Highlands, 40 in Elm Grove, and 43 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Um it feels pleasant. I mean, that's the word I would use. It actually felt pleasant outside. It does, and I guess I thought a little bit too much this morning because I checked the temperature, and I said, huh, this is 20 degrees uh, colder than it was yesterday morning. I don't want to be cold going to work. I'm going to go out and start the old Jeep up and let it run a little bit. That mm-hmm. way I won't be chilly. I, I'm like you, Howard. When I went out, it was low 40s, but, man, it didn't, it didn't feel too bad. Maybe because no wind, maybe? I, I think that's – I was just going to say the exact same thing. I think it's probably because there's no wind, but – and I, I, it just feels pleasant. It's nice out there. It's overcast, and it's going to be that way through the middle of the morning, and then the, the, uh, the skies will clear up. Uh, mostly sunny day later in the day, daytime high around 54 today, so it's going to be a nice warm day today. But then we'll be in the uh, high 40s, low 50s for most of the weekend. Adam Fike with the full forecast is coming up in a couple of minutes. Uh, what are we doing today? Well, Joe Manchin decides not to seek re-election. What's his plan now? Is there any other West Virginia Democrat who can get elected? We're going to look at all the angles here. We're going to hear from what Manchin had to say, his statement yesterday. WVU political science professor John Kilwine has been with us multiple times. He is not exactly a Manchin expert, but it's an area of his expertise, and he's going to help us take a look at this whole story. I will tell you, in talking to John yesterday, um, when I said, John, what's going on? His answer was, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it was a big surprise. We'll talk about that in a minute. 
Uh, McCabe and I will discuss the uh, mansion story as well as Wheeling Council's continuing concerns over the homeless, start of the Festival of Lights, the end of a local country music festival, Royal Caribbean unveiling new icon of the seas with a uniglobe sailing. Bill Bryson in to talk about that on the travel show. The Capitol Christmas tree made a stop in Wheeling yesterday. The Ogilvy Festival of Lights flipped on as the holiday season gets into full swing. We've got all of that. And Bob and I have our highlights of the week from the show. I have some highlights, but this week was, a, to me, a little different in picking highlights. It was it was a different kind of week than we've had in the past. Yeah, we were on a pretty good roll, Howard. You know, there was breaking news. There seemed like there was big stories. Now, there was a big story yesterday, maybe the biggest story so far, but... Uh you know, we haven't had time to respond to that till this morning. So maybe today we'll make next week's highlight, Howard. Actually, so, I'm putting it in my so highlights. So let's be sharp. I'm putting okay? that in my highlights this week. Okay. We don't normally put fr- ah, Friday's looking kind of the, ahead, are Friday's you? Friday's the lost day, right? Because we do the highlights on Friday. I prepare them on Thursday. So, and then by next week, we don't think of. But I'm, I'm actually putting that in today's So house. listen up, everybody. Today's going to be a good show. It today, sounds like. We have, it's going to be a really good show. Got a, a really good show as. Um, uh, as Sullivan used to say, let's uh, let's talk about what else is going to be a good show, and that is a special edition of the Pine Room Boys today. The uh, Friday football fun we thought might be over, but no, it's not. It's not, Howard. We're going to do one more football Friday. We're doing a big send-off for the Wheeling Park Patriots. Uh, they're heading over to the Eastern Panhandle to Jefferson County. So time-wise, Howard, everything kind of just really worked out in our favor. The team bus is going to, le- to leave Wheeling Island at 1230. Graciously, they have uh, accepted our invitation to get off of the Elm Grove exit, drive by Gumby's. We're hoping there's a huge turnout of parents, supporters, fans, that type of thing. Everybody shows their support. They'll jump back on the interstate. They'll, they'll head over to Jefferson County, and then at 2.30, the charter bus with the parents and the folks that don't want to drive themselves over, they'll be leaving Wheeling Park, and they will be going past Gumby's about, I don't know, 20 till 3, quarter till 3, give ourselves an extra five minutes, and we'll be able to send that bus off to for a safe trip and a Patriot uh, victory. So that's pretty cool, isn't it? It is going to be a huge amount of fun. Those of you who are Patriot fans and uh, at this stage of the season, if you're in this area, you're a Patriot fan. Local teams are down to only a few, so you may have had rivalry before, but now we're all Patriots today. And um, uh, the so you'll get a chance to go down and uh, watch the buses go by. Hang out with the Pine Room boys. There's going to be giveaways again, uh, discounts, that type of thing. And everybody heading that way, Howard. I know you and I would have, what, we'd have a couple coolers, wouldn't we, in the back seat? Oh, yeah, it's a long trip It is a long trip. So stop at Gumby's, get your ice, get your supplies. And really, we can do this all together and really have a nice send-off because I'm feeling they're going to come back with a victory, and that would be awesome, Howard. They've been very good this year. And again, it gives us a chance to, to again thank uh, the fine folks at Gumby's and and, and Jill's, Jill's Gentlemen's Club, Club. yeah, for thanks. having brought us the uh, Pine Room Podcast Gumby's event uh, all season long during the football season. We're not done yet, Howard. We just said, nah, it's nice weather. Wheeling Park's heading what to Jefferson heck? County. Come heck? on, let's have Everybody some fun. Everybody said, well, it was fun. We're over. Yeah, We're done. pack it up. Uh, see you next year. See you next year, Gumby's. Right, and then no, people said, hold no. on. Oh, by popular demand, Howard. Let's do something else again. So, all right, we're going to be uh, at Gumby's. It's going to be fun, really and truly. Now, I need to correct you one thing. Uh-oh. You said we convinced the bus to go by. 
Nobody listens to you and me. Nah, the Pine Room Boys. It was the Pine Room Boys. Yeah. <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest about yeah, it. Yeah, it was those guys. Nobody listens to what we ask for. But when them Pine Room Boys speak. <laughs> sure, we can do that. They're like E.F. Hutton. When E.F. Hutton speaks, everyone listens. The Pine Room Boys speak, and everybody listens. So you want to uh, tune in for that. going to be a lot of fun. 716 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So um, I took a nap. Took a nap yesterday afternoon, and I wake up from my nap, and my inbox is full. I've got D.K. Wright. I've got Bob Westfall. i got John McCabe. i got all kinds of people. Howard Manchin has decided not to run for re-election. I go to sleep, and this is what happens. Manchin finally makes his decision. You will remember, Bob, it's been, what, about two weeks ago? And I think it was a Friday, as a matter of fact. So I think it was probably just about two weeks ago to the day, I think. Senator Manchin was on this show, and I asked him the de rigueur question that all of us uh, reporters and talk show hosts ask him. Uh, Are you going to run for re-election? And he told us he was going to get together with his family around Thanksgiving and make a decision. And that uh, he had three options. Remember, remember he talked about three options. He could retire. That was the first thing he said. He could run for re-election as a Democrat or as an independent. And the third option, he said, he could. What was the phrase he used? Go on tour? Was that it? Yeah, I think he kind of said that yesterday, too. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't say, uh, you know, run a presidential campaign. But he said, and I might go on tour around the country. And he said that two or three times to us. Well, apparently he's come to a decision, and he announced it officially yesterday. After months of deliberation and long conversation with my family, I believe in my heart of hearts that I have accomplished what I set out to do for West Virginia. I have made one of the toughest decisions of my life and decided that I will not be running for re-election to the United States Senate. But what I will be doing is traveling the country and speaking out to see if there is an interest in creating a movement to mobilize the middle and bring Americans together. To the West Virginians who have put their trust in me and fought side by side to make our state better, it has been my honor of my life to serve you. Thank you. Every incentive in Washington is designed to make our politics extreme. The growing divide between Democrats and Republicans is paralyzing Congress and worsening our nation's problems. The majority of Americans are just plain worn out. Our economy is not working for many Americans from the rising cost of food and fuel and everything in between. We have a border crisis with illegal drugs entering our country and killing Americans every day. Our national debt is out of control and Americans don't feel safe, even in their own communities. We are providing critical aid to two of our allies, fighting wars for their survival, and we must prevent being pulled into a major war ourselves. These are not Republican or Democratic challenges. These are American challenges. They affect every one of us, and we need to face them together. I know our country isn't as divided as Washington wants us to believe. We share common values of family, freedom, democracy, dignity, and a belief that together we can overcome any challenge. We need to take back America and not let this divisive hatred further pull us apart. Public service has and continues to drive me every day. That is the vow that I made to my father over 40 years ago, and I intend to keep that vow until my dying day. May God bless America, the great state of West Virginia, 
and each and every one of you. So what's it mean, Bob? It means he's going to test the water even more than he already has. And he kind of likes this division, I think, personally, because he's going to give him an opportunity to be president. You, I think I believe the things that he said. So you read that, as I think it's intended to be read, as he is flirting with the idea of a third-party presidential candidacy. He's going to make a tour, travel around the country and talk to people and see if there is an interest in a centrist figure like himself. Uh, but what's the, what's the aim of that? He's not uh, going to write a research paper, right? So what's he doing it for? Well, the platform is going to be, Howard, I believe, bringing the country <clears throat> back together to, to put uh, the country ahead of your own personal party, I believe, is going to be his platform. Do you think he's been listening to us and other people who have been talking all this week about Biden maybe not uh, having as much support as is needed and that there's somebody uh, there's a need for something else out there? Yeah. And we got a year to go. So and, uh, you know, his 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 age uh, issue, uh, some of us, it's not as important as others. It's not going to go away. In fact, he's going to get older. You know, he's going to he's going to increase another year before Election Day. And again, that's just great strategy, Howard. Just sit back, sit back. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to test the waters. I'll, I'll be coming to a town near you. Yeah. You know, I, I, I he's, he's not dead, I want to say that, but I, I got reflecting on Joe Manchin last night. I remember the first time I talked to this guy named Joe Manchin, did not know who he was. Phone rings at my house, answer the phone, hard? Yes, my name's Joe Manchin, and I'm running for Secretary of State. And I was in town today, and I forgot to contact you, and I think I got to call you. I'm, I'm told that you're one of the people I got to talk to. So he called me at home, tell me he was running for Secretary of State, and we talked a bit about that. Never heard of him before, didn't know anything about him. Then, of course, he went on uh, Secretary of State, then became governor, uh, very active governor. I was very close to him during the governor's uh, time. Uh, then when Byrd died, he decided to step up to the plate and uh, stepped into Senator Byrd's shoes, and um, the rest has been history. Um, but he's had a long career. Now, age, he's 76. You know, we still, that's not too old. I'm 70, so 76 isn't too old. But he's 76. Age is, you know, age is there as, for him as well. I watched the video three times. And, uh, you know, when he talked about his dad at the beginning, which we really didn't get into, the, the whole video was uh, over four minutes. We did a, a two-minute where he got right down to business and right. said, this is what I'm going to do. But the, to me, where, where he got the most emotional – is when he used the line for the rest of his life, or he would do that for he he he, he looked to me like he he choked up just a little. Yes, 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 Howard. Yes, exactly. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I still wonder if he's got that uh, presidency of WVU in his mind, even though he said no. I heard a clip there. He said, absolutely. Quit asking me that. Well, yeah, I'm not going to do that. He told Hoppy unequivocally uh, a couple of months ago, no, I don't want to do that. But I'm telling you, that's it. Hoppy has a, a commentary at WVMetroNews.com. He got it up very quickly yesterday. Uh, I think he calls it eight takeaway, eight quick takeaways from the Mansion announcement. Um, and a couple of the things that, that we are talking about. But uh, And he speculates as we do, is he going to make it this no-labels third-party presidential run? But to point, one point that Hoppy made is, again, Mansion when he talked to us, he said, I could do three things, re-election, re national tour, retire. Hoppy said, there's one thing he ain't doing, retiring. 
he's going to be doing something. And I think maybe the the being president of the university might have been an option if the tour of the country wasn't okay. Right. If he didn't have that, maybe that would have been a bigger option, or maybe he just had no desire to, to do that at all. You'll hear more from Senator Manchin, as I understand it, this morning at eleven oh six on Statewide Talk Line. Manchin will be on with Hoppy to talk more about this decision. So you want to tune in to Talk Line today. Talk Line begins at ten oh six, and uh, Hoppy will uh, be talking to Senator Manchin at 11.06. I think steam release might be worth uh, listening to uh, today also, Howard. Yes, indeed. Now, 724, 24 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Who else had to get their uh, their axe in there to grind? Uh, Senator uh, J.J. offered a statement. Everybody loves Joe Manchin now, by the way. Why, they love him. Senator Joe Manchin and I have not always agreed on policy and politics, but we're both lifelong West Virginians who love this state beyond belief, and I respect and thank him for his many years of public service. Governor Justice, there's a line here that I don't think actually he said, and thank God he's out of that game. <laughs> so that's worry about Joe. And then we got we got, we got one more statement from um, Zach Shrewsbury. Who? Zach Shrewsbury. Who's that? You need to get to know that name. Zach Shrewsbury is, believe it or not, the other Democratic candidate for U.S. Senate. Ah, okay. I'll write that name down. uh, As he said in in Shrewsbury's announcement yesterday, I am now the Democratic candidate for the U.S. Senate from West Virginia. I am cut from the same cloth as Mountaineers. I'm in this race to fight for the working people of our state and may resolve to give you true representation in Washington. Uh, we actually, I'm going to talk to Zach Shrewsbury next week um, because he is, he is the Democratic candidate there. Now, the question arises, and I'm asking John Kilwine this in the 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock hour of the show next hour, are there any other Democrats in West Virginia that can stand up and be counted for this? Well, I think the answer is no, and you might have to put a muzzle on me for that uh, interview, Howard. Because that- yeah, well, I'd have to say this. I'm gonna have to say I've got good news, and I've got bad news. On election night, your name is going to be out there, coast to coast. Everyone is going to see your name on every network broadcast. The bad news. <laughs> As soon as they open up with their broadcast, they're going to tell everybody how you just got trounced in in the race. (laughs) Well, unless somebody else steps up, he won't get trounced, but he'll be the only person there and he will get trounced by almost certainly Jim Justice. I mean, that's what I'm saying when it gets to the general general election. election. Yeah, it's it's over. It's just uh, it's just over. Several of his um, Democratic. It's interesting. Listen to some of these comments. WVMetroNews.com has this story up. Uh, Some of the comments from. Other Democrats in West Virginia. Our friend Mike Pushkin, chair of the Democratic Party. We would like to thank Joe Manchin for all his years of service to West Virginia and the nation. That's kind of lukewarm praise, isn't it? I bet Mike's disappointed because he—that was Mike's chance. You know, they, he, who else was going to be uh, Jim Justice? Zach Shrewsbury. No, he's not Howard. And, and there was a lot that didn't think Joe Manchin had much of a chance. But that was the only chance the Democratic Party had. Mike Caputo, who is a really great guy, he is in the state senate. Has been a had been a delegate for years. I like Mike a lot, but he has uh, chosen to not run for reelection. Mike Caputo, one of the few Democrats still in the state Senate, said the senator and I have agreed on many things, such as leadership in his fight for government to keep the promise of lifetime health care and pensions for coal miners. However, we had our disagreements, too. I will respect him for the example he set for his colleagues. 
AFL-CIO President Josh Schward, one of our good friends here on the radio show, thanked Manchin for his many years of service. There is still a lot yet to be done, and I know I speak on behalf of the West Virginia labor movement when I say we're looking forward to the months ahead of working with Senator Manchin to continue to grow our state's economy thanks in small part, no small part, to the federal investments that will help create thousands of jobs. I, I'm just, maybe I'm thinking differently. I read all of those as kind of like, they're really, half, they're really lukewarm praise. Yeah, I think some of them would think that he kind of bailed on the party, Howard. Yeah. You know, didn't do what was best for the party, did what was best for Joe Manchin. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, uh, that's our first round of this. Now, John Kilwine has been with us many times in the past. He is a WVU political science professor, uh, associate chair of the Department of Political Science, as a matter of fact. And um, I talked to him yesterday. Uh, he's got some interesting takes on this, and he's going to share his takes with us this morning, coming up uh, in about 40 minutes or so. Right now, it's 728 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Citywide, citywide. Hey, football fans, put Citywide on your team. Call Citywide today for great rates and coverages on auto, home, life, business, and Medicare insurance plans. Don't forget about open enrollment this year from October 15th through December 7th. Whether buying or selling your home, Citywide is your local realtor. Our new Citywide Mounds locations now open at 700 Lafayette Avenue. Call Citywide today at 304-845-8002. Let's win together. Citywide and Monarch Football. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Live and local, every weekday, with 10,000 watts of total power on WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Going to Kansas City, Kansas City, here I come. Forty-four degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. Forty-two at the Highlands. Forty in Elm Grove, and forty-three here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Calm winds, and I don't normally do the wind thing, but I think that's why it doesn't feel cold outside at all. It feels, I think, actually kind of pleasant. Skies are overcast, but they will clear up, and will be a sunny day. Uh, later in the day. Frio Stack Auction Service text line at 304-214-1600. What's to keep Joe from running against Biden in the primary? The answer is nothing keeps him from it. I'm, I'm not sure that's the exact approach he wants to make. I think I think Manchin is thinking, and boy, it's hard to, you know, I don't want to try and get into his head. I think he's thinking that he can pull on more than just Democrats, that he could he could go, he could run against Biden, 
but that there's still Trump out there. I think he believes that there's there's a group of people that don't want either one. He could be the third guy. Now, third parties don't work. They've never worked, but um, I don't know. But again, to me, Howard, it seems like Manchin has had this charmed political life that right now he's in the catbird seat for that, too, because, okay— we, we Every week, President Biden's popularity rating goes down, down, down. Yeah, we know the other candidates out there. There's nobody really, or they'd, they'd already paraded him, him, he or she out there. Manchin is in a great, great spot. I don't know for sure it's going to work, but it just might. Frio Stack, Auction Service text line. Uh, you don't tug on Superman's cape, don't spit into the wind, don't pull the mask off the own Lone Ranger, and... You don't mess around with Jim. Unless you're the IRS, of course. That's one of our texters. Ha, ha, ha. Joe knows he can't beat Jim. Um, he said on this show a couple weeks ago, absolutely, when I asked him, can he beat Jim Justice? And I said, following that, that, that I think he could have given Justice a fight. But, boy, Jim Justice, you know, Manchin is the, and I, I you know, polling, you got to be, you know, what, where do you put polling? But Manchin is the least popular senator in the country, the least, bottom of the barrel. JJ is in the top, I think, three most popular governors in the state or in the in the country. So, for for all of the things that are that are going against Joe Manchin, all of the talk of you know the the bills that he owes and the troubles that he has and and the Southern Regional Jail lawsuit is he on top of things there and et cetera et cetera. He's just ungodly well liked in this state, and Bob. I like him. I mean, he's just a likable guy. And I think he's also, again, we talk about it all the time. He he is paying people. There's people on his payroll that, that are really, really sharp. And I think they're giving him really, really good advice. And, again, it, it could really, really go his way. Who knows what this next year is going to be all about. And he's he's right there. He, he is right there. If you want to uh, offer your text thoughts, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. Uh, main subject of the morning this morning will be Joe Manchin. There will be some other things we'll get into, including our highlights of the week. Now, here's where Bob and I traditionally on Friday do highlights, but we spend so much time with Mojo that uh, we'll move those off to a little bit later in the morning this morning. Last week was a strange week, as I said earlier, in terms of finding highlights, because usually I have a couple of really serious things and then some funny <laughs> kind of stuff, goopy things we did. You know, Bob or I make some dumb mistake and we put those on the highlights or one of our callers calls in and, you know, makes us laugh. I got none of that. I got All I got is serious stuff on my list today, but we'll see what you have, Mr. Slider. We'll pull up our highlights coming up later on. Right now, 734, 26 till the hour. It's the Watchdog Morning Show, and I think, I think Rebecca Little was here. Good morning, Ohio Valley. I'm Rebecca Little with a look at your morning headlines for this Friday, November 10th. Although the races in Ohio for this year have concluded, a race in Ohio County is just about to begin. Candidate for Ohio County Prosecutor Sean Turak hosted a reception to kick off her campaign Thursday at River City Restaurant. She has already been with the prosecutor's office for 22 years, often covering violent cases involving murder, arson, and kidnapping. Turak tells 7 News she's running because she's dedicated her life to fighting for Ohio County. 
And Derek Smith, the owner of the now-closed Club 106 in Steubenville, appeared in court yesterday. At the Steubenville Municipal Court, he was convicted of an unspecified alcohol-related misdemeanor. Club 106 has had a history of issues with police reports detailing incidents over the past couple of years. More recently, they were accused of selling alcohol illegally. And in the past, Smith said the community needed a place to gather, and the club provided that. Looking across the Mountain State, U.S. Senator Joe Manchin has announced that he will not be running for re-election in the Senate next year. A centrist Democrat, Manchin often found middle ground with fellow moderate Democrats and Republicans. When the margin in the Senate majority narrowed to a single vote or two, Manchin often cast the deciding ballot. But he often grew weary of the deep partisan divide in Washington and elsewhere. No prominent Democrat has announced running for Senate. The Republicans have a fierce primary between Governor Jim Justice and Congressman Alex Mooney. Check this out. The holiday season has officially begun at Ogilvy Park with the initiation of their Festival of Lights celebration Thursday evening. You can check out the activities Ogilvy has to offer on their website, ogilvy.com. The Festival of Lights runs through January 7th from dusk until midnight. That was a look at your headlines for this Friday, November 10th. Have a great weekend, everybody. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're going to get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24-7. We're available to see somebody. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. We were doing uh, the bumper music. I forgot to cue that one up. That's okay. It's all right. I think Thanks, gave me a chance to listen. I, I was. I thought we were doing the the, the bumper music of, of cities. Cities. We did yes. states before cities. Uh, we had Kansas City. That's what gave me the clue earlier. You, you were going to do that today. Uh, and then I was going, what? What is this? What is this? What is this? Ah, Philadelphia. Philadelphia Freedom. I got it. It makes sense. All right now. Um, highlights of the week from Bob and I coming up a little bit later on. And you're welcome to share your highlights with us as well. Uh, after 8 o'clock, we'll talk to John Kilwine. He is a WVU political science professor. We're going to be chatting about, um, obviously, uh, Joe Manchin, 
uh, you know, what's what's going on? I mean, what what does uh, Kilwine has followed Manchin's career closely, professionally? Uh, what uh, what what's happening? Uh, what's going on through Manchin's mind, if you think so? And who else could be possibly a candidate? Zach Shrewsbury is. You need to get to know that name. He's been out there already. He's been a, a, an announced candidate. Zach Shrewsbury is a Democratic candidate um, for U.S. Senate. Just nobody paid any attention to him because Manchin was, you know, Manchin is Manchin. But uh, Zach's trying to you know, generate some interest in himself. He will be with us next week because um, he's the candidate now. He is the candidate at the moment. Is there anybody else? We'll talk to Kilwine about that coming up next hour. Bill Bryson is in. Um, we're talking about the icon of the seas. We've kind of mentioned this briefly, but uh, Charlie Kulak from Royal Caribbean is going to be dropping by to talk about this new, it's one of their new ships. Uh, they'll be sailing in the springtime, I think it is, with a Unilobe trip. Uh, and Bill and Charlie and I will talk about that. And then it's kind of iffy. McCabe has a newspaper to do today. Uh, he and I were talking yesterday, and he says, oh, man, there's so much we've got to talk, so much we want to talk about in our uh, Friday roundtable, but I'm not sure we'll have a Friday roundtable. So that's kind of depending on how John's uh, real work goes. I tried to convince him that this was more important, and I didn't um, didn't succeed with that, Bob. He didn't <laughs> he didn't seem to seem to think that that was the case. Adam Fike is with us. He knows this is part of his real work, we, we, and also part of the fun side of his life. I think so. You have fun with us, right, Adam? A lot of fun. It's always the highlight of my day. Oh, there you go. All right. Highlight of the day is being with us here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Temperatures are in the um, low to mid 40s, but it, it doesn't feel cold outside. It fe actually feels, I've been using the word pleasant. I, is it because there's no wind? Is maybe that the reason? I mean, there's no wind that's cloudy. There's the, I mean, there's still a large spread in our temperatures and dew points. I would still. Not as pleasant as yesterday morning where we were in the 60s. I well, would yeah. say more so. It's cool. It's tolerable. I look at, uh, we've got 44 at the uh, airport, 42 at the Highlands, 40 at my backyard in Elm Grove, and 43 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios. Um, and it's just, so those are about, the, you know, 10 degrees above freezing. It just doesn't, it feels, again, pleasant outside, I guess. No, it's not 60. You're right. It wasn't like yesterday morning, but it, it's it just it's nice. A little cloudy, though. The clouds are going to fade away, correct? Yep. Already starting to watch clearing across Indiana, western Ohio. So, yeah, we have to deal with the clouds this morning. But by, I would say, 2, 2.30, that's when we're going to see the sunshine back in full force. And we'll stay that way really the next six, seven days. Going into the 50s today, right? Yep. We're going to be in the mid-50s today. Low 50s tomorrow and Saturday. And tomorrow, tomorrow is Saturday. Tomorrow and Sunday. But then we'll be back into the upper 50s next week and even possibly 60s by the end of next week. Okay, so going to warm up again. Um, and it looks like after, it looks like sunny for most of the period, right? Yep, mostly sunny tomorrow, mainly clear Sunday, clear Monday, Tuesday, mostly sunny Wednesday, Thursday. So every day going to see sunshine the next seven days. Like the sound of that. Um, so it's going, to, it's going to be a really pleasant. Um, as you, but you told us a couple of days ago that you're the best that you can do in a long-term outlook. It looks like things are going to stay, stay relatively pleasant at least up to Thanksgiving, right? Mm -hmm. It should be relatively pleasant. Yeah, we might see rain chance next weekend, but that's really it until Thanksgiving. That's one rain chance in 14 days. <laughs> I, I I like the sound of that. Um, all right, what are you doing this weekend? You hanging around? You going out? Are you going to go up to see the Festival of Lights? We did 
yesterday we went up. I stayed up past my bedtime. We watched them flip the switch and drove through. It was nice. Haven't done that in a while because we used to go when we were kids, but when we got old enough, we stopped going. So it's nice to drive through the lights again. Yeah, we we used to when my when my kids were kids. We uh, when I was kids, there ain't no festival of lights. But when my kids were kids, uh, we always took them every year to the festival of lights. And then uh, when my grandson was younger. Um, we took him every year. We, I don't think we, I think his parents took him last year. Um, so Nancy and I may take a ride through this weekend. We'll see if Teddy wants to go with us too. Um, I love the festival of lights. And there's the whole season kicked off. All kinds of things kicked off yesterday. The Christmas tree came through town and, uh, we've got the festival of trees and we've got mansion, the museum, uh, Christmas, in the mansion, a lot of stuff. It's, we're, we're in the, we're in the holiday season, whether we like it or not, uh, we're in the holiday season. I was so confused yesterday because I was driving back to the studio from my break, and I saw, like, six cops on eastbound on I-70. I'm like, what's going on? And then I see this giant truck with a tree. I'm like, oh, the tree's coming through town. The tree is coming through town. Um, I, I uh, <clears throat> Sadly, I slept. I wish I hadn't taken my nap because I would like to have gone down to Wheeling Park and taken a look at the tree. Now, you know, people complain about everything. The tree, because it, it, it needs to be kept, you know, cool and, and ready for going up at the U.S. Capitol, uh, it's in a big bo- a big big truck, and it's got b- mm-hmm. windows. You can look and see the tree. I saw people on, oh, all we could do was look through a window. Why couldn't we touch the tree? Well, because the tree is, is it, it's not here for you to see at Wheeling Park. It's here to go up at the Capitol. Some people just, some people just <laughs> get to me. Anyway, hey, listen, have yourself a great weekend, Adam. Enjoy uh, whatever it is you're going to do, and uh, we'll talk about, we'll talk about whatever you did on Monday. You too. Have a good weekend. All right. 745, quarter till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I may drive through the Festival of Lights myself. Uh, Nancy and my daughter-in-law have something to do this evening. Teddy and his dad have something to do this evening. Granddad's all alone. I got a couple of choices. I was thinking about taking a ride through the Festival of Lights by myself. That would be kind of sad. Or just taking a nap. <laughs> Got go, to bit, go to bed early. Take, I, 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 I might just do that. 746-14 to the hour. Uh, the Frio Stack auction service text line open, 304-214-1600. You know who this is from. Morning, Abe. <laughs> Mr. Monroe, trust me, sir. Three certainties in life. I got my pencil here, Howard. One. Yes. Mansion will never be elected president. Okay. Two, the current vice mayor will never be elected mayor. Okay. Three, the current third ward councilwoman will never be elected mayor. Proof will be provided in the upcoming election. Abe no longer needs to sign his name. I recognize his style. <laughs> I recognize his, his style. Um, I mean, he didn't exactly go out on a limb there. I mean, it wasn't anything like earth-shaking, hold the press's uh, news. Right. You know, well, yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't like Manchin will be the... Um, Tomorrow he's going to announce he's not running for Senate. It, it was, yeah, or it wasn't like Manchin is going to be the vice president for Donald Trump. I mean, it wasn't like something out... Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're all reasonable predictions. I'm not. Sh- I, you know, I will be honest with you. I just don't know yet how I'm predicting the uh, the mayor's race. 
I, I just I don't know. Well, you know where I'm. I think Denny Magruder, uh, from the minute he got in the race, uh, is is the front runner at least. I think overwhelmingly. But uh, okay, that's just me. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I would agree with that. But more importantly, two things about that. Number one, Denny Magruder has he announced he was running, and then. I haven't heard much. Radio silence. Now, that could be a strategy. Don't get me wrong. That may be a technique. Um, but other than he came on the show, our show, after the day after he announced and talked about his, his candidacy, uh, you know, you don't see him. Uh, I don't see him out and about. I don't hear him making any pronouncements, talking about the n- news and so on. Uh, so that, that puts a little question mark in, in my head. But more importantly, I, I am still of the belief it, it, right now, it lo- right now, Denny Magruder announced, Rosemary Ketchum announced, Chad Thalman will be announcing very soon. But I think there are others out there, and it's, it's going to be, it's too hard for me personally to come up with a prediction yet until I know what the whole field looks like. Maybe we should call Denny and ask him, hey, you haven't changed your mind, have you? We haven't, actually, we haven't heard anything. <laughs> actually, you know what? We ought to try and see if we can get hold of Denny for next week. That's not a bad idea. Attention, Denny Magruder. Attention, Denny Magruder. Uh, if we can, I'll see you. Uh, that's not a bad idea to, to touch. Because I believe, I believe we will have the other candidate announcing perhaps as soon as this weekend. So we're beginning to get ready for that. All right, I got a couple of texts coming in, but we'll get to those in a minute or two because we got Mr. Slider. We got sports. You got much going on today? Well, we got highlights, Howard. Highlights to do. It's 10 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. And coming up, Slider on Sports. The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing walls, and an arcade, shopping, dining, and entertainment. Just off I-70, the top of the hill, the Highlands. Sports Map Radio is on all night long. Tune in to get up to the minute sports coverage on FM 98.1, AM 1600. We are the Watchdog. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Looking to buy or sell a home? For a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the Tri-State area for over 30 years, contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale Marshall County office at 304-281-5250. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Bright light said it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. 
There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. And I'm just a devil with love to spare. So be the we are doing uh, bumper music featuring city names uh, today. We've had Kansas City, Philadelphia, Viva Las Vegas. What surprises does Mr. Slider have for us in bumper music yet to come? We will find out in just a bit. It's 8 before the hour right now here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 44 at the airport, 42 at the Highlands, 40 in Elm Grove, 43 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley as we turn our attention to Slider on sports. Early this morning, it was about 1.10 a.m. Eastern time, the Pittsburgh Penguins completed their California sweep, Howard. You weren't watching that. I was. I was up. I watched it. Beating the Los Angeles Kings in overtime, 4-3. to three. Brian Russ scored the winner with just over a minute left in overtime. With a minute 34 seconds left in overtime, Rust scored what appeared to be the game winner, but after a brief Penguin celebration, the play was reviewed, and the goal was waved off Ooh. after it was determined the Pens were offside. And he comes right back and scores again. It was crazy. Sidney Crosby had a goal and an assist. It was the only, the second time in team history the Penguins traveled to California and won every game. Before the trip, Pittsburgh was 3-6. and six. They are now 6-6. Six and six. The Pens return home and host the Buffalo, Buffalo Sabres Saturday night at 7.30. It's a hockey night in Wheeling. Tonight, the Wheeling Nailers host the Idaho Steelheads. How's that for a, a mascot? Come here, Steelhead. <laughs> Puck drops at 7-10. Same two teams tomorrow night from West Banco Arena. Game time again, 7-10. Last night, Thursday night football, it was the Chicago Bears over the Carolina Panthers, 16-13. West Virginia's own Tyson Badgett. The undrafted quarterback had 20 completions for 162 yards and is now 2-2 two and two as the Bears' starting quarterback. Chicago improved to 3-7. and seven. The Panthers dropped to 1-8. and eight. Howard, it's a football Friday. Yes, indeed. One last time from Gumby's in Elm Grove. The One more time. The Pine Room Podcast, live from noon to 3. It's our big Wheeling Park Patriots send-off as they head to Jefferson County over in the eastern panhandle. Stop by. The team bus is expected to come by right around 1245. So stop out, get your ice, all your travel supplies, fill up your coolers, and say good luck to the Patriots all at the same time. The Pine Room Boys from 12 to 3 at the Gumby's in Elm Grove. Brought to you by the fine folks at Gumby's and Jill's, Jill's Gentlemen's Club. Slider on Sports Time, 7.55. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to bring your camera and get some pictures of the bus going by and waving and bring some signs and welcome the, uh, you know, uh, send off the Patriots and send off the fans uh, in a positive way. And then turn your camera around and get a picture of you guys with the Pine Room Boys. Yeah, I mean, a really a good uh, photo opportunity for everybody. And, again, good weather. The bus is going to come right by. Just a really good send-off and, and, and show them that what, what a support. And, Howard, you, hit it. you don't have to be a Wheeling Park graduate or your kids don't have to go there. This is a, this is a Wheeling thing. Let's support the, the team and the school. You know, we, uh, uh, in Ohio County, it's the only team we got going, right? So the regular season rivalries are there, and they are. And, you know, oh, I, don't, I don't like Park because I'm a – you know, John Marshall fan, or I don't like Park because I'm a. 
But now, now the season is over. Now it's playoff time. Let's all get behind uh, the team from Ohio County that's heading down there. And again, I said this earlier, Bob. I, I'm correct. They've been playing very well this season, have they not? Well, they have. They had one big, bad game. It was a home game. It was against University. And everybody and Fred Persinger said, how in the world did the University beat Park on a last-second field goal? And I, that might have just been the, uh, the slap in the face that they needed, Howard, because the following week, that wasn't bad enough. Then they had to go to Steubenville and play Big Red, which nobody looks forward to that. Nobody wants to do that. No, 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 you don't want to do that. But Wheeling Park played really tough that night. They had a, a lot of opportunities. And to me, since then, they've been really on a roll. 7.56, 4 before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, we're talking mainly today about the Joe Manchin story. Manchin has officially announced he is not running for re-election. He is going to start his national tour, visiting people around the country, seeing if they're interested in a candidate that would believe in combining the parties, a moderate position, and so on. Frio Stack Auction Service text line, Mansion for President. Go, Joe. Yeah, go, Joe. And here's another one from the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600. Howard for President. Howard who? I think that's me. Ah. I, might, maybe it's Stern. I don't know. <laughs> or Howard Dean. I thought maybe they were churning them up again, Howard. Um, let me say this. I could be as good a president as Donald Trump was. Oh. Let me put it that maybe way. Maybe even better. I, I think I could be even better because, well, I'm I'm not as crazy. So that's uh, – but uh, it's not something – and I, believe it or not nah, – see, I'm not too old. Seventy's not too old. I can run. No, and your buddies with Mansion. Think about it. You ever fantasize like I do, Howard? You know, Ooh. I sit around and think, what could be? Hey, I'm going to appoint my good friend from Wheeling, West Virginia, communication, FCC director, something Ooh, like that. That'd be right yeah. up your alley, wouldn't it, Howard? Oh, yeah, that could be good. Yeah, yeah Joe, when you, uh, when you make that tour and you're talking to people, tell them, you know, tell, let me know how things are going. That's, I hope we have a chance to chat with him. Uh, he's going to be on with Hoppy today uh, at 11, I think. I I, I got to double check with Hop and make sure that's the case. But I think he's on with Hoppy today at 11.06. Um, so hopefully we'll get a better understanding of exactly what his thought process was. When the shock left Howard Monroe, did you look at it as strategy-wise? Why would you name? Why would you do that on a Thursday? Okay, is that strategy-wise? And why uh, on this date right before Thanksgiving and the holiday? Well, that's a really good question, and and I, I don't have an answer to that. And I think it's it's worth worth considering. Um, he had told us a couple weeks ago he was going to take the Thanksgiving holiday to get together with his family and his advisors and so on. And this is kind of jumping the gun a little bit. Now, again, he didn't – I mean, I didn't take him to mean that he meant, like, on the 23rd I will make a decision. But he said the Thanksgiving holiday. I guess this is broadly into that time period. But it is a good question. Why now? Why now? Um, normally something like this happens in order to – um, allow other candidates time to step up to the plate. I don't think there are other candidates. I don't think there's anybody else who can step up to the plate. So I don't. I don't think that is what he's thinking of. I guess maybe I'm. I said this earlier, and maybe I'm serious about this. He's listening to all the talk that's going on this past week after those two polls came out: the CNN, Siena College poll, and there was one other poll, CBS maybe. Both of which showed, uh, you know, Biden getting beaten by Trump. And then the talk that people like us have had and all the talk show hosts have had, you know, maybe Biden should drop out. David Axelrod suggested that. 
maybe he's listening to that and thinking, all right, listen, if I'm going to do a presidential run, I need to get out there, get some feelers out, get my name out. I don't have an answer to that. We'll talk to John Kilwine next hour, WVU political science professor, and we'll ask him if he has any thoughts on the timing of that. That's coming up next hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is 8 o'clock. Watchdog is FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News, I'm Derek Dennis, stopping the violence in the Israel-Hamas war fresh Israeli